Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to another five-minute warning with Ruben and AG. What's happening, y'all? Glad to be back. I know everybody is very worried and very crazy right now. The world is an interesting spot. Um, You know, this coronavirus thing is taking over. And, I mean, it's, it's... like, what do you do except not do what you normally do, even though you should do what you normally do, but they're telling you not to do what you normally do, but you're going to do what you normally do. Do what you normally do. I mean, I, that's what I think. Even And I normally don't leave my house on a Saturday when I don't work, because for what? I exactly. mean, I'm good here. Truth. Even though I'm really hungry. But, <laughs> I mean, I went to Walmart last night, and Walmart wasn't too bad. I mean... If you were looking for bread and, and milk and toilet paper, which we'll talk about in a second, you won't get none of that. But I won't look for any of that. I think I got a pizza. I think I got um, some tater tots. Ooh, nice. I mean, yeah, I got I got stuff that I know nobody else was worried about. You know, but I'll probably get some toilet paper. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm good not, for it. You're not going to get toilet paper, bro. I mean, I'll be good for another couple of days. It's only me here. Yeah, you better be because the toilet paper is gone. I mean, see, see, I was smart. I got months ago. I got two. I got four rolls of the thousand single ply. Nice. Because now, with that being said, it doesn't necessarily. But it takes you more to do the same job. Well, not really. You sure about that? I mean, I guess it does. But when it's all said and done, you know, I could get a thousand separate pieces of paper, (laughs) or I can get, you know, (laughs) five hundred double. And I'd probably use the same amount of toilet paper wiping my butt. So it's just, <laughs> I mean, and then I wash my hands anyway. So what's the point? Like, I ain't going to wash my butt with my hands. That's disgusting. But Really? I mean, a thousand pieces of paper will last longer than 500. That's just math. Well, the, the math that you're missing is a single ply. That's the math you're missing. But see, that's the whole thing. You know, a lot of people use, get a double, triple ply, because they're worried about things like, oh, I wanted to feel good on my butt. Well, there's something to be said for feeling good on your butt. Now, there is. Now, it shouldn't feel like, it shouldn't feel like, you know, you're scraping it with rocks or something, you know? (laughs) Well, that single ply might. Well, see, that's the whole thing, man. If you get the single ply family dollar brand, yeah, you might be wiping your butt with some granite. (laughs) I at least get the Walmart brand, which is a little bit better than that. And I think it's, I don't think I got that. I think I got... Um, Actually, to be honest with you, the Walmart brand anything is usually pretty good. Yeah, so it's not horrible. But then again, 
I'm not sitting here, you know, I'm just wiping it. I'm not like caressing it and stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, my thing is, I'm not trying to apologize to my butt. It's just, I just need to wipe it and keep moving. So that's what I do with it. That's very, you know what people listen to this podcast right now or can't unhear that. I mean, you can't, but, but you think about it. How do you wipe your butt? When you, I mean, because, you know, there's some people who just like, Roll, roll, roll. Next thing you know, they got a fistful of toilet paper. <laughs> and you wonder why your toilet's clogged every other day. Well, because if you, I mean, let's go science. Okay. Let's just go science here. Okay. You got that double ply because it feels good. But if you're putting like six or seven pieces of double ply to wipe yourself with, well, that's six pieces. That's 12 or 14 pieces of regular ply. It'll take longer to break it down. I can't even believe we're talking about this. What? Still, man. Numbers, just, baby. Numbers. Double ply feels better. It gets the job done. And you are you have less of a chance of your thumb poking out. And washing your hands after that happens is a chore. Don't want to do it. First, first of all. Oh, first of all. I don't be telling nobody when the thumb pokes through. I, we're talking about butt wiping, I mean, so why but, not? But, you know, it's one of those things where it doesn't happen that often. And nor you should never put yourself in a position for that to happen. Well, your hands up your butt, bro. It's hard not to sometimes, especially when you're using no your hands. Your hand is holding the toilet paper that's up your butt. You're not hearing me right now. No, I am. I'm just not gonna. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you got just as much chance happening with single ply to you double ply. That's all I'm saying. You know what? Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where. I guess, I mean, I think, I I don't necessarily think about it, but it's just like. You better think about it. That's a thing. I make sure that my fingers are not in position to go through the the Sometimes, man, sometimes. And then, you know what? If that sometimes happens. Have some degreaser. You just don't talk about it, wash your hands and move on. Nobody needs to know. Hey, we're talking about it now. But if it happened to me, I'm not going to tell you about it. Well, I'm not going to tell you either, but if well, we being re- oh my goodness, if we being real on the podcast and things like that happen, and double ply gives you half a chance less to afford to happen. I mean, you know what? You're <laughs> correct. <laughs> Numbers, baby. However, Numbers. yes, it's all about technique, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, there's a technique to it. It's technique for everything, and cleaning your behind. Unfortunately, there is a technique for that. There so, is. There is. I mean, I'm not going to go over the podcast because everybody's got their own different technique. But we're already in it. But see, that's the whole thing, man. My technique may be different from yours. Obviously, it is. We don't really sit down and study wiping together. And, and you know, I have to draw a line somewhere. Right now, ain't no line at all. Well, no, the line is I'm not going to talk about the technique about wiping <laughs> somebody's behind. Well, why not? Why? But why talk about really, any of this? Look, man, I can reach <laughs> over. I can look over the cliff. Yes. But I ain't trying to jump in it. Hey, man. I think this is far enough right now. Get yourself some Red Bull and get some wings and jump over. You know, they say that until you fall into a chasm because you got no wings. That's a lie. It's not a lie. I mean. Not a lie. Well, I don't drink Red Bull. Don't go too high. Don't be Icarus, but, you know, just saying. I don't drink Red Bull, so. Yeah, no one should drink Red Bull and no one should accidentally use a single ply because we all know what happens to single ply. I mean, I didn't feel like paying more for double fly. See, don't be cheap. Sometimes it's all right. Sometimes it's okay. Oh my goodness. Now you don't what you don't be cheap on is your food. Like sometimes you can get away being cheap on food. You can't buy a New York strip for two dollars. <laughs> and not, at Dollar no. Tree, don't do that to yourself. Dollar Tree sells meat? 
Yo, Family Dollar and Dollar Tree, yeah, they in the meat business. They sell meat? They sell ribeyes for like a dollar, yo. And no one's died? I mean, they're all like vacuum packed. But I, it's not even about the dying part. I mean, what piece of what piece of the the cow do you think you're gonna get for a dollar? Well, it says ribeye. I hope there's not false advertising, but I See, mean, is it almost of, rotten? It's probably got a lot of fat in it. Well, ribeyes have fat in it. No, I mean like three fourths of the ribeye is fat. So they have the worst cut of a premium cut. Probably. Okay. But I've never, I've, I've, I saw it there and I was like, not today. Only thing I go there for is like cheap utensils and snacks. I had no idea they had meat. I mean, what are you selling me right now? They got chicken too, man. It's kind of crazy. But I don't buy none of that from there. Like, that's just like if you're going out to eat seafood and you're at like Red Lobster, you don't ask for a hamburger. I mean, it don't work. I don't expect to go to Red Lobster and get a hamburger. So when I go to Dollar Tree, I don't expect to get a gourmet piece of meat. Not saying that meat's not good. I don't know. But I'm not going to pay for that. But I'm just saying the idea they have meat at all blows my mind. I mean, yo, man, when you can vacuum seal things, you can carry on with anything. It's all about bulk, baby. It's all about bulk. Truth. I can't argue. I can't argue. You know, if you can't afford that $7 at Food Line to get yourself some, there's a $3 alternative. Good luck with that. The only thing that reminds me of, and people I know that listen to this, they're too young to know the reference, but do you remember that episode of Good Times where James could afford some meat at the new grocery store and they bought it and everybody got sick but JJ? That's what that reminds me of. That's funny. Every time. That's funny. Hey. Because they went down there to complain and they and they brushed them off and then they came back down there again and with it cooked and made the manager eat it. He probably got sick. Oh, it was bad. But then again, you know, there's certain things that you buy for certain prices. That's what you learn. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Just because, I mean, like, just because there's a place um, that had cod on sale for like, I love cod. Yeah. I know, but just the thought about bad fish. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was. But was but it good? It, it was good. I did. I liked it. I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. But you know, the the packaging was kind of questionable. Like how so? Like they put it on the styrofoam, and they wrapped some round wrap around. It. it looked like it was just done, and I, that's the only reason why I took it, man. Because I was just like, this looks sketchy. But you know what? I looked around and stuff. It looks solid. So I was like, I'll take a chance. Man, it was like $7 for like a pound and a half. Dude, I'm judging you right now. I mean, you can, but it was good. And I ain't get sick. Double double, double bonus points. Rolling the dice with your life, man. Hey, we roll the dice every time we get out. We get up, man. Truth. Because you can walk across the street, get hit by a bus any day. But you know what? Don't tempt fate. Nah, I don't. What you get? Nah, it was, it was like there was a date on it. It was done that day. So that makes it better. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it said it was done the day before, I'd be like, no. <laughs> because once again, it wasn't vacuum sealed. Like, it wasn't vacuum sealed like everything else. But then there was also a line with people trying to get fresh cod, too. And I was just like, eh, I'll take a shot. Wow. Hey, man. Okay. Okay. If that's what we're doing, okay. Sometimes, it depends, man. Sometimes you roll the dice. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't, but 
that's a that's a chance you gotta take sometimes. No, you don't have to take that. You're right, you sometimes. don't. But I chose to. As long as we're being truthful. See, I, sometimes I feel like I have to guide you to the real truth. Nah, you don't. Yeah, I just, I I just do. choose not to talk about it. That's so trifling. I mean, <laughs> you choose not to talk, so yeah. you just sweep it under the rug. Look, if you haven't, if you haven't figured out by this is episode twenty, if you ain't figured out, I ain't trifling by now. But, Wake up! No, see, I'm because see the last episode we did together, I just figured out how petty you really are. Oh, I'm petty. I'm super. <laughs> I know, and I was like, yeah, I forgot what you said, but I was like, Ruben, for real. Yeah. Oh, that was so petty. Put an SP on my chest in a cape, son. <laughs> What, super I'm petty? super petty. <laughs> super petty. Like super bad, you super I mean, petty. Yo, ask Mo, man. Mo, Mo knows, man. Wow. I'm super, yo. Yo. <laughs> like, I'm serious, man. There's sometimes the hate is real over here, man. But see, and why has everything got to be like Morris Chestnut level hate with you, man? It's not. Morris Chestnut is a different level of hate. Are you sure about that? Because that whatever you said that day that set off my petty meter. Nah. No, not nah, even close. Morris Chestnut, like even my, even my younger brother. Shout out, shout out to my younger brother Kevin. He was listening to some of the old. He was like, "Yo, that Morris Chestnut joint we did episodes ago was hilarious." He said it was on the floor, man. <laughs> it Yo, was so crazy. The petty, the petty is is real over here, man. And that's, but see, it just gets to a point in life. I don't know when I got to this point. Where I just accepted the fact that. My hating skills are on another level, and my petty <laughs> skills are are not to be messed with. Wait, I don't know where it came why? from. Man. But I why? Don't, I don't there is know. no one in your family that does this, man. Somebody's got to do. I guess that's been left to me. Yeah, you, you don't have to. It's just like the choices you said just a minute ago. You don't have to. It's, petty is a choice. Petty is a choice, but it's a fun choice. I'm not gonna lie. You really? Know, sometimes is it, is it fun? Is petty fun when petty's happening to you? Petty doesn't happen to me. Really? Not to my face. Well, it doesn't I, happen to anybody's face usually, but nah, that's I not the point. I can be petty in your face. I ain't got no issue being petty in people's face. No, I'm saying when, it's, when somebody's being petty about you to your face. That doesn't happen to me. Again, it usually because doesn't I turn, happen to anybody. Because I turn it back around, man. Yo. Oh, so you can manipulate the petty. All day, every day. Oh, my goodness gracious. Perpetual petty. I mean, yeah. Petersburg Patty. I mean, it's what it is, bro. You know, it's you know the Patty is just something that I think maybe when I became like in my thirties, man, it just I learned. I just learned what. Why are we holding this in? Because some things you don't need to say. Well, and you're right. And there's some things I don't say. There's a lot that I don't say. Trust you know what? Me. I would pay money just to be a fly on the wall. Nah, man. Yes. Like, Yes. Why Why pay? I give it to you free. I mean, I ain't got no issue with that. I ain't trying to make no money off this. I mean, it's just... I mean, I'm not... This, the funny thing about it is, it's like... There's there's no real, like... You know how most people have multiple sides to them? Sure. We all do. Yeah. All mine is just one. It just depends on what button you touch. Because... I believe that. Because, believe like... That. It's not like I'm different. I mean, I'm a I'm more professional at work, but that don't mean the petty don't be living in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's some of it just doesn't make it out of your mouth. Oh no, yeah, I got okay. I got control. Okay, so you can you so again you can manipulate your petty. You can control oh, your petty. Most people don't, see that's the thing. Your your real your real um, unsanctioned petty people can't control. <laughs> wait, it. wait, wait, back up. Unsanctioned petty people. I got no war for this, man. <laughs> 
So there's like a there's like a governing body of petty. I mean, I can't really talk about it, but I guess there what is. is this Fight Club. I mean, hey, first rule, man, you, you don't talk about petty. <laughs> I can't with you every time. I say, why I'm am saying. I doing this show? <laughs> Because man, you oh love my it. God. I do love it. That's why I do this show. But man, I, every in the moment, I'm like, really? I think I think honestly, I used to, I used to just I've I've hated poor stuff for a very long time, and it just shifted one day from hate to petty, and then I've learned to manipulate all of it because like you could ask Moby, yo, the hate game. Is on lock over here, man. <laughs> he would be like, yo, this dude hates on almost everything. So you just don't wear the belt, but you definitely the champ. I mean, I don't need to be, I don't need to be the champ to be number one. Wow, you don't even need to be the champ. You just know. I mean That's like sometimes while LeBron don't win MVP, we all know, but we just want to vote for somebody else out of spite. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but I also realize there are people who are who their hater game is better than mine. And their petty game is better than mine. But you just said you were the champ. I just don't know them. Okay. So it's like you're the best in the world that we know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I believe you. That doesn't I believe make me, you. That doesn't make me any less of a nice person. That doesn't make me any less of a um, generous person. Because, But the thing about it is, it's like a, the, a lot of the problems that some people have of being petty and being spiteful and, and hating and stuff like that is their lack of control with it my thing is you know as far as work goes I feel like everybody's got that petty at work and everybody's okay. got that hate at work however there are things and times you should speak on it and there are things and times you should never speak on it like you should never speak professionally you should never ex- exclude you know put out your hate or petty when you're in a professional manner Okay. Not out loud. What's wrong with you? I mean, are you trying not to get promoted? Are you trying to get fired? Right. I mean, Truth. that's craziness. Because the thing about it is, if you feel that everybody doesn't have a little hate or a little petty in them, that's just not realistic. No, it's not. Because we all do. Yeah. And I mean, the only difference is some people control it better than others. I think I can control mine very well. You know, that's true because I really didn't realize that you were petty until you said it. Then I didn't even believe you about yourself. I mean, but until it jumped out your mouth one day. And that's day. the whole thing. You got to know yourself. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, I'm petty as petty does 24 7. Because that's not true. No. Not, not out loud. Right. Definitely not out loud. But it does live back here. <laughs> Everybody's petty lives back there. I mean, you know, we got. I mean, regardless of who you meet in this world, there's always somebody who wants to be better than you. Truth. And there's always somebody who thinks they're better than you. Truth. And the the thing about it is, is that there's confidence, which I have much confidence in myself. And sometimes being confident comes off as hating or being petty. No, those are three completely different things. I thought being coming off being confident would be uh, construed or- as arrogant. Arrogant, I mean, to me, arrogant, petty, all that's the same thing. I mean, because the reason why is you're you're you are on purpose make yourself look better than everybody else to let them know that you're better than everybody else. Okay. You know, okay. because I mean, you can, can you consider that petty though? Oh man, it all depends on how you do it. It's like so you can do it in one way and be arrogant, in another way and just be petty. I think I. I mean, I know the definitions are different, 
but to me it's the same thing. It's okay. just a different word. Arrogance more the um the commonality word of it. Petty is the old school stuff. Because okay. like there are levels, man. I feel like you can't be petty until you become a hater. You can't be petty until you become a hater. Because you if you're not hating, what are you being petty about? Truth. Nothing. I get it. You know? I, I totally get what you're saying. And like everybody has that side where they flip. I mean, they just flip, you know? Some people can control it, some people can't. I mean, you know, I just feel like that my confidence when it comes out, people misconstrue it sometimes as being whatever they want it to be. But I'm very confident in myself. I, I would never put myself in a position where I can't do the job. I am very much like, nah, that ain't me, dog. I, that's just me. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I can do it and I can't do it. Right. Like, for instance, hey, I need you to get down on the water. Nah, that ain't me, dog. <laughs> you don't want to go in the water? Never. Never. When I worked at my last job, my purpose of hiring people to do water things was because I can't do it. And they knew straight up, yo, I can't do that. This is why I'm hiring you. That's not, yep. that's being real. Truth. I mean, so you can, I mean, you can do what it is. I know my weakness is the water. Yeah, like if you want to psychologically destroy me, you put me asleep, wake me up on a, in a if I wake up on a some sort of craft in the middle of water, I'm done. So that's my kryptonite, yo. So if you had military secrets and somebody decided to waterboard you, you're, you're going to tell it all, ain't you? I mean, I, I probably, see, that's the whole thing. I don't think I tell it all. I, I think that it would get to a point where I would probably just deuces. I mean, because... So you just, like, pass out and die? I would definitely pass out. Waterboard. I mean, because I can't hold my breath. I can hold my breath a decent amount of time for a person my size. Okay. But, I mean, I mean, if you waterboard me, you know, if it's government secrets and that's my job, I guess I gotta take one for the team, yeah. I hear you. Because here's the thing. If I'm ever in a situation like that, my thought process is, if I tell you, you're going to take me out. If I don't tell you, you're going to take me out. I'm not getting out of this. Truth. You're not. You're really not. So, I mean, if I'm going to go, I'm going my own way. Truth. I get that. You know? I, that's respect. But see, the thing you said like two minutes ago about hiring people to do a job you can't do and admitting you can't do it, you're not arrogant. And no. But no, you no. can be petty. Oh, yeah. And I know that for a fact now, which is the most hilarious thing ever. I, I feel like I've known you all my life and not known you at all. I mean... This podcast has helped me understand you in a way in which know, I could never do. I mean, a lot of my friends who know me know that there is a semblance of petty that I can throw out there. Okay. Um, now, depending on the friend or the family member, you see... You've seen some of it. Like... I feel confident in saying my parents really haven't seen the petty. I can see that. Yeah, you because... Know, they would handle that. I mean, yeah. Depending on what you said, they would yeah. handle that. Well, see, I wouldn't... You know, there are just certain things you can't do in front of parents. Sure. You can't say certain things in front of parents. Nope. Stuff like that. It's not going to work for me. Nope. So, I mean, because it doesn't matter. In my opinion, it doesn't matter how old I am. I know push come to shove. If I say the wrong thing... Something is flying toward me. <laughs> At a velocity which could knock I mean, you out. I mean, it's probably more of a hand 
that, I mean, but then again, it's all the levels. There's a disrespect level with parents that kids have that I don't get. Like, I could never be so disrespectful to my parents for to give, at least at this point in time in my life, to feel like they need to put hands on me. True. However, there are kids who curse their parents out on the regular, and I'm just, or tell their parents what they are going to do, and I'm just thinking to myself, I can't ever, I think I might have said one thing that I am going to do once, and it was only one time. Once. What was the outcome? Oh, man, I've only done it once. Well, that's the outcome. That's the outcome. <laughs> it's something happened so bad that you decided yeah. not to do it ever like, again. I don't curse in front of my parents. I don't disrespect my parents. I don't do anything like that. But I see, you know, growing up, I saw kids doing that to their parents. You know, I see kids today, you know, who do that to their parents. Like, and there's some kids like, yeah, I run my parents. And I'm just like. How? Why? I'm, I mean, I see you thing because not over here. Exactly. But see, that at, at the same time, that is parenting, too. That's on the parent, too. Exactly. Because I got time for that. Exactly. When you, I mean, in my last job, first of all, I'm not your parent. However, I have access to your parents. Now, if you think you come in to my location and act where you act at home, we have another thing coming. I mean, like, literally, man, we would judge on how clean their bunk is. Okay. You know, so their kids who would come to camp, their parents always fix their bed for them. So they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to fix a bed. You got to figure it out, though. So, well, you know, but there's people in there to help them with that. You know, life skills, man. Yep. It's, it's amazing how many parents that have come to me in one shape or form and, you know, they pick their kid up, it'd be like, and that kid be acting awesome, you know? And they'd be just like, what'd you do to my kid? I was like, what are you talking about? Kid had a great time at camp. I know, but that's not the the kid that I sit here. But the residual. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. It's like, it is not, it wasn't my job to teach your children. It wasn't my job to be their parent. It was my job to be their guardian. My thing was, I always want you to come have fun and you might mess around and learn something. Right. You know, and I got that from Fat Albert from Bill Cosby because that's what he would say something similar to that right on his, on the um, Fat Albert show right you know I, was, I thought that sounded familiar the yeah. last time you said it okay yeah. so I mean but I took that because that's what it is you know in that job it was my goal was to create was to help people become better sure not hey you can learn how to canoe hey you can learn how to do this do that Nah, man, I want you to learn how to fix your bed. I want you to learn how to take care of yourself. Basic life skills. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to get up at a certain time. This ain't your house. Your parents, you know, let you cook breakfast. Nah, man, you got to work together as a team. You got to do all this stuff. And that's what I felt that I was tasked to do at that time. It wasn't to babysit a child. Right. You know? Yeah. And I have very strong feelings about certain things, you know, like zero tolerance policies. Yeah, I got I got some issues with that. Right. Because I feel like that, well, let me change that. I use a zero tolerance policy. Okay. Because, I mean, I got 200 kids here, man. I can't have you throwing hands. Right. This well, you don't have you don't have time to police that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, ain't no second chances here. So. I mean, and it's not it's not the situation where I didn't. 
you know, I didn't give up on them or I gave up on it. It was a situation in which I have 200 kids here and I can't watch you or you or you. I mean, it's a trust situation. Sure. Look, these are the rules. If you break the rules, these, this is what happens. Right. And everybody found out on Monday, you know, don't like it, not a fan. If you do that, we'll make some phone calls. And when you say stuff like that to children, like that to children, or to really anybody, but mostly your children, if that happens, you got to follow through with that. Yep, you do. Because they'll make you, they'll make you out to be a punk. You won't have yeah. any respectability at all. And, and then it's just, and I would have some parents, my kid was defending themselves. I understand that. However, your kid could have ran. Your kid could have yelled like a girl or however you choose to make it. Could have yelled and somebody could have came there or whatever. But if me or my people got to break up a fight, it's a fight. It's not one kid beating down the other. It's a fight. Fight is two people throwing hands. Yep. You can't be here. And I mean, I got flack for that. And Really? This day and age? Yeah, I got flack for that. Okay. And But I was... I was standing in my guns, man. It's just, I just, I can't, this isn't a police state. I can't sit here and police everybody having fun. You're going to have fun. Nah, if you don't want to be here, that ain't me. You know, if you want to do something not to be here, we'll call your parents. Your parents ain't getting a refund. Ouch. So your parents got options. You know, we have kids who weren't ready for camp. How so? They've never been away from home. Okay, yeah, I get that. You know? Okay. I mean, some parents parented them to the point where they're dependent on them. Right. And once again, you know, I grew up like that. I was, I didn't realize I was ready to go away until, guess what? You're going to camp, deuces. Here's 10 bucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, you I know? Have, I have my own horror story about that, but yeah. Yeah. Totally I mean, get it. you know, I'll see you Friday. And I'm... I'll never forget. And I used to tell when I would have trained counselors, I told them that story because they're going to run some kids who literally get to camp and be like, where am I at? I, I don't know where I'm at. What's going on? And that's when you look up to the bigger person, the person who's supposed to be in charge or people who are there for you, you know, to be like, hey, I got you. Come this way. And, you know, a lot of people just, just a simple, how can I help you? Right. Not just the children, but the people say so much of the other stuff, man. But people are just so, some people in this world are just so selfish and they worry about themselves and they don't worry about the fact that what they do affects others. Truth. You know, and that sucks, but it is what it is. I felt like I did my part on that. But were there times where my thought was like, you know, hate and petty all day? Well, we we already understand that you're petty, but what you're not is arrogant. Nah. I mean, so I learned from what you just said about your. I'm either good or I'm not. Right. You know, I know what I'm good at. I know it's not a job. It's something that I like to do. Okay. It's something that I'm passionate about. Um. So, but like, if I woke up tomorrow and was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I mean, and that's probably why. Like for me, it is something more. I guess I don't want to use the words heartfelt, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is what I like doing. I like talking in on the radio and, or, or podcast, whatever. And I like giving my opinion 
And that's okay. it. Now, will it live forever? Yes. However, I my goal in life is not to say anything so stupid on my podcast that it'll like truly live forever. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. But I, I mean, mean, but at the same time, I understand what you mean. I just wanted to make sure for me personally, I just wanted to make sure there's not some fire burning to do this. And you're saying I can't, I can't, I can't. That's nah. what we're trying to avoid. Right now, my fire, on, my fire is on this show. And, okay. and at this point in time, I, I enjoy doing the show. You know, okay. even though we only have so many people who listen to it, I still enjoy it. Even if like nobody listened to it, I would still do it because right. it's something it it's something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And after my trip from Georgia last year, excuse me, Florida, I decided, why wait? Let's knock it out. And literally two a week and a half later, I put out my first show. That's all I'm scared, scared to death. Really? Scared to death. You did not sound scared to death to me. You sounded like Ruben. It's like, okay. I mean, but yeah. I, I I mean, because I didn't have an intro. I didn't have an outro. I did have a, a thought similar to what I was going to talk about. Okay. Or what I, was, what I would say. Um, I think I actually wrote, I think I have it somewhere. I typed up like my first like five sentences of what I would say. Oh, so you actually did try to script it a little bit. Well, because I didn't want to forget. Okay. That was my biggest fear, forgetting. One, forgetting. And then two, the the other thing I hate is, because I've already had to do this before, I hate having to try to reproduce a show that I've already done. It's never the same. It's never the same. Yeah. So, like, I did a show, and for whatever reason, just didn't save, and I was heated. So I literally sat away from it for, like, two hours before I came back and knocked it out. Okay. And Yeah, it wasn't the same. I mean, I thought it lost something. You know, and that's really like what we talk, you know, I'm really about the organic and stuff like that. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not looking forward to ever having to, you know, have to redo some stuff that would, that would hate my, I would, my heart would feel sad because it wouldn't be the same. No, you're right about that. I mean, from that perspective, I totally get it. You're right. Because, I mean, well, if you do it twice, there's some things you're going to forget to say. You're not really in the moment anymore because the moment has already passed. Yeah. Like right now, I'm sitting here and my mouth said, I'm done. And I'm just like, that's not cool. Because I'm about to go into a segment and I like to, I like to, like, make sure I have my facts straight. I don't really like to go off the dome about certain things, but I don't think I have a choice because my mouth has decided that it left me. Well, and this is organic right here. It is. This is that organic stuff, man. Evan changes his batteries in his mouse and prays that it works. Well, <laughs> while but, you're doing that, while you're doing that, I want to get started on one small thing. I had a couple of things I want to talk about. We talked about uh-oh. both of them off the air. And this has nothing to do with what we're actually supposed to be talking about, but you know us, two hours long. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I want to understand your hatred and vitriol for Christopher Robin. He sucks. That is not reasoning. That is just like you throwing something on it. Okay, and he's moving here on. Here it is, man. Okay, here it is, please, right? Please, please. I'm a big Winnie the Pooh fan. 
Yes, who's Tig- not? Tig- Tigger sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's one at a time. I one mean, at but a time. here's the crazy part about the Tigger situation. Like, when I was younger, I didn't like Tigger. But I was a lot like Tigger. I was bouncing around, full of energy, blah, blah. I didn't relate to that dude. I, I think I thought he was an imbecile. And but you he said was. you were just like him. I mean, with the energy part, I wasn't an imbecile. But Tigger's an imbecile. He just did. He he he's I mean, literally, man, he goes around and messes up stuff just to be like, oop, I did that. Yeah, you did it, you jerk. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You know, I have never on, heard man. someone talking about Tigger with such a harsh language. He's a jerk, man. Tigger is uh, a jerk. Okay. And all he did was come around. He and he picked on Piglet all the time. He was a bully. He was a jerk and a bully. So he's a jerk and a bully. Hey, he picked on Piglet, dude. And that's and you can watch cartoons. Proof. He picked on Piglet all the time because Piglet was short. You know what? You're not wrong about that. The couple of episodes I did see. Okay. Yeah, all right. He did pick on Piglet. Yeah, okay. he, I mean, he was he was a different word that I'm not going to use. But yeah, he, <laughs> he's that guy, man. And I'm not a fan. And me and me and Winnie the Pooh, we got some kinship. You know, he's always trying to calm the situation down. And then trying to calm the situ- situation down, crap happens. Use it because of Tigger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then here comes Christopher Robin coming in. Who did this? It was Winnie the Pooh, says Tigger. So we do him under the bus. Really, really, Christopher Robin? You you think the nicest dude on the planet did this? You're such a jerk. You know? <laughs> Christopher Robin, man, he's a jerk, man. You know, well, no, he is a little gullible. I wouldn't I call mean, him a jerk. Now, now that you you've you've taken me to the dark side, based on a little bit that I have seen, I have to agree. Tigger is kind of a troublemaker. Yeah, and then he always turns around, and blames that crap on Winnie the Pooh. Like, like Winnie the Pooh knocked over the whole thing, like jar of honey over himself. <laughs> really, the dude eats honey. I'm not gonna spill it on myself. This ain't this ain't Showgirls. Is like, dude, wow. I'm trying to eat honey. <laughs> I mean, he knocks, he sits there and pours a thing of honey on, on, on Wayne the Pooh. And Wayne the Pooh is, oh, Tigger, you know you shouldn't have done that. I mean, there one time I was hoping he'd pull out some brass knuckles and like punch Tigger in the face. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh with some brass knuckles. <laughs> I mean, I would have been, I wouldn't have been mad at it, man. I'd have defended it too. Tigger was a jerk, man. All the problems that ever happened was because of Tigger. (laughs) And Eeyore just sat there. (laughs) My life sucks. Well, actually, my wife and I have our own opinion about Eeyore. And I was like, that guy is useless. I mean, but... All he does is complain about everything. I mean, the dude is... Man, he is one, like, black paint makeover to be, like, the worst thing ever. I mean, Eeyore does nothing. And Piglet, Piglet's smart, man. But every time he uses his brain, here comes P.A. Tigger coming over. Dude, dude you're an idiot. <laughs> no, you're the idiot. Tigger. He's got to be a P.A. Yes. He's a P.A. 
you can figure it out what that means because I'm not using it on my show. <laughs> Every time, man. Come on, man. How many times? And then Chris Robbins, PA, come down. <laughs> I know y'all shouldn't have did that. Blah, blah, blah. Dude. I can't get over it. <laughs> not getting around a little bit. Instead of, like, yelling at Winnie. He always yelled at Winnie, man, because he was a PA. And Tigger owned his Cone. Be careful. Our families will listen to this. I mean, Tigger was such a B. <laughs> Those are some man. Come on, oh, man. Gonna, I didn't do this. You didn't see me as he hops away <laughs> with, with honey on his hands because he grabbed the jar and threw it everywhere. What a jerk. <laughs> you know what? This is rare, but your ranting is not wrong. I have to agree that that was a that was that was a satisfactory argument. I gotta give it to you. I because I, I, I looked, I was like, you know what? He's not wrong. Tigger was kind of that dude. <laughs> He's that. Look at me. Look at me. Do oh, I didn't do that. Do-do-do-do. Now you can't find him. <laughs> and everybody's like, I ain't do that. Winnie, oh my goodness. Did that. Chris Robin, what kind of jerky man? You better get up out of here. <laughs> and can you give me some pants, please? <laughs> now, see, that's the thing I keep telling you, man. That's what made Winnie the Pooh creepy to me. How you gonna run around in a shirt and nothing else? But nobody else wore any clothes, so I mean, at least he had a shirt. Uh, that is not a good look, man. As I you mean, would say, not a fan. All I'm saying is Winnie. Winnie the Pooh could have been a shirt tail, man. Remember that? Remember the cartoon, the shirt tail? Yeah. In the park. Uh, uh, and when they do the little thing, that all their shirts turn red uh, and they get like super hyper animal powers or whatever. Some of the things you remember. Oh my goodness. Man, Sport Billy, look it up. <laughs> I dropped my mic jet, but I just bought it. Please don't drop your mic. You sound so good. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. That has been cleared up because you said that in like, you said that in the first podcast we did together and you never expounded on it. And I was like, I have to understand this. This is, he never came back and said why he explained himself. Now you have thoroughly. What? And I'm glad you parted, you parted aside now. I I have to be because the proof is right there. The proof is right there. And yes, Christopher Robin did not do due diligence at all. He was always. He's the only human there. I know, which makes it worse. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm not saying you got to, you know, you know, take it up on a chain or something. But I mean, you could punch him in the face. It's okay. Well, you ain't got to be violent, man. Still a kid's show, but I do understand. Okay, maybe a pimp slap. How about that? Uh, it's still, see, now you're wanting Christopher Robin to do something to Tigger that you couldn't stand done.